Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, I'm sharing five daily habits I do to create and maintain a balanced, creative life. Personally, I've gone through various life stages and milestones while trying to balance a creative side hustle and now a full-time creative career. I wanted to share the five key things that have helped me stay balanced as I side hustled, gotten engaged, then married, and now preparing for my first child. Honestly, friends, it has been kind of crazy these last few years, like coming, you know, with the pandemic and, you know, getting married, buying our first house. I feel like the last three to four years has been a whirlwind. Obviously, you know, lots of exciting things happening each year, lots of things to celebrate. But at the same time, I feel like life never really stops. And so for me personally, it has been a journey to make sure that no matter what life stage I'm at, no matter what's going on with, you know, house renovations and hallway bathrooms and baby showers and things like that, I want to personally make sure that I'm still creating some sort of balance in my life. So today, really excited to dive in and just share what's most important to me. I truly don't think I'll ever be fully balanced. I think that is like one of the things I recently have come to terms with. Like, I don't think you just get to a state of balance, but I think what I have learned really is that there are things I can do to help self-regulate, help help me feel calmer, help me release my stress, and therefore, you know, find some balance throughout my day and continuing to, you know, stay inspired and be creative. All right, friends. So very first thing I do on a daily basis that really does help my stress levels, helps me stay balanced and creative is movement. So personally, I started doing sports in middle school. I was not one of those kids who had a soccer ball in front of them at three years old. I did not discover sports until the sixth grade when I tried out for the gymnastics team. And then in seventh grade, I started running track as a hurdler and a long jumper. And then in high school, I picked up cross country, not because I was a distance runner. I actually was a sprinter still through high school, but because my friends sucked me into the sport and my freshman year of high school, they were like, Emma, you're not even doing anything. Like you might as well do something with us, come run cross country, even though I thought that was so insane because I never envisioned or thought of myself as a distance runner. And even through high school, I continued gymnastics and track. And again, I would say those were really my two main sports and cross country was just for fun. So sports was a big part of my life growing up. I mean, I was always moving, doing a new sport each season, and I really did love it. And then in college and after college, I learned and was reminded how important it was for me to continue to move my body. I realized that movement, which for me is walking, running, working out, wasn't just for my physical health. It was just as important for my mental health too. And I found that I could better manage my stress and I felt better with a daily workout routine. And so um, actually my freshman year of college friends, I mean, I feel like your first quarter in college is always such a transition. There's just so much change happening. And I was not working out on a 
daily basis. I mean, I didn't know how to work out at the gym because I had spent, you know, middle school and high school with after school sports, right. And participating on sports teams with my friends. And so I really didn't know how to, how to do that. And so it was stressful, like life-wise, but I slowly like learned how to work out at the gym at the IMA, went to the university of Washington for my undergrad and actually my graduate program and started visiting the gym, you know, watching other people work out. I know that sounds really funny, but I would literally watch people like do free weights and like try different circuits and then slowly figured out how to work out at the gym and create some sort of routine. So as I currently am recording this, I am seven months pregnant going on to eight. By the time this podcast episode airs, the baby might actually already be here, which is so wild. And I'm so grateful that I'm continuing to prioritize movement in my daily schedule. So I have talked about this on Instagram before, but my energy levels have varied throughout my pregnancy. So sometimes I only have the energy for a morning and afternoon walk with my dog. I mean, I literally have to walk Boone on a daily basis or he's like not happy. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a medium sized dog. He's a Norwegian elk hound. So he does does need at least 30 minutes to an hour of exercise a day. Like we have a backyard now. I mean, before when we lived in a one bedroom apartment, we had to take him to the dog park. We had to walk him around the lake just because, you know, we had such a small space and, and he needed that. Um, but for me, I actually realized that his walks, like he, him needing to walk is just important as me needing to walk. And some days I feel like I need the walk more than he does. Other days I have more energy, so I go to the gym or I'll just run around the neighborhood. Prioritizing movement for me continues to help me physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Like again, if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I need a break, I will literally just put Boone's harness on and do a 10 minute walk around the neighborhood. And that does so much for me, like just taking a physical, mental break, getting fresh air, even if it's drizzling out has really helped me, you know, especially like just my entire life so far, even in pregnancy. All right, friends. So my second daily habit I wanted to talk about today that's continued to help me find balance throughout my day, even as life ebbs and flows and I have moved through different seasons is reflection. So learning how to listen to my intuition and check in with myself is one of the most important things I have learned in my life so far. So as someone who's motivated to achieve, adding reflection to my daily routine has helped me immensely. Learning how to give myself time and ask myself questions like, why is this important to me? Does this create opportunity? Am I happy? How do I feel about X, Y, or Z? has helped me look back at the life I've lived so far, learn and make better decisions for my future. The main way I reflect is through mindfulness and journaling. So I've been reading Abraham Hicks books since 2020, and it's been so helpful for me to discover how to connect with my intuition, acknowledge and recognize my emotions. I feel like this has been such a big learning for me, especially in like the last five years. Um, I think I was definitely someone who could compartmentalize and bury their emotions just and, and continue to plow through and achieve. But 
I have learned that it's like, hey, actually feeling your emotions, like going through and moving up that emotional ladder is so much healthier for you. And you can actually like reconcile and start to heal in that way versus just burying your emotions and never dealing with them. So yeah, I feel like reflection, again, it's a part of my daily routine. I actually journal every day. Sometimes it's only 10 minutes. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. It's been really helpful for me to, again, take a step back. Sometimes I journal and I reflect about, you know, the goals I'm working towards. Sometimes it's just a 10 minute practice of writing down the things that I appreciate. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but I actually think reflection and taking that time to practice appreciation and gratitude has really helped me, even if I'm literally just writing that I appreciate my bagel in the morning or waking up naturally before my alarm clock. I think it just helps my mood and my attitude just like start off on a better foot as I'm getting my day or my week started. All right, so next I am gonna be sharing kind of just the next thing. I know this probably, maybe you've heard it. I feel like it's gotten more buzz, but another thing that has helped me on a daily basis, create a balance, you know, balanced lifestyle is mindful eating. So I guess in, I guess this is related to reflection, but I would actually describe myself as an intuitive eater. So in my own words and my personal experience, I don't have a huge story around food Um, And honestly, with the exception of my senior year of high school, I have always listened to my intuition when it came to food. I don't restrict food and I eat what feels right to me. I listen when I'm hungry and I stop eating when I'm full. So I, I, again, I think everyone has their thing that they're working towards. I feel like for me, luckily food and eating has always come pretty intuitively. And I say the exception of my senior year in high school because I got very serious with track in high school. Um, My coach recommended that I cut out all simple carbohydrates, um, you know, processed foods and sugar, and I did. And I was obviously in the best shape of my life, but I was also training 20, 25 hours a week with track meets. And so it was a different phase in life. I was 17, 18 and um, very disciplined, which is great, Um, but in college, I slowly started to, you know, introduce back simple carbohydrates, like well, more complex carbohydrates like rice and breads and things like that. So mindful eating, I feel like I'm not like an expert on this. All I know is that I just check in with myself when I choose to eat desserts, when I choose to eat a slice of pizza, when I eat my vegetables, when I eat my fruits. I have realized that if I try to restrict something, I really want it more. And so I try to not restrict anything. And I just want to make sure that I consume in moderation. So right now, during pregnancy, as again, I'm recording this, I'm even more aware of what I've been consuming because I need to eat about every two to three hours. I'm also aware that what I eat nourishes and gives both me and the baby strength, energy, resilience, all of the above. And personally, where I'm at with my life right now, here are a few things that I try to eat daily, again, very mindfully. Fruits and vegetables. I love fruits, but I obviously could be better about how many vegetables I eat. 
I usually try to eat either one banana, an apple, or a serving of strawberries and blueberries, or a salad each day. One way that I've been able to like, I've always been very open to fruit. Like I'm, I have no issue eating straw. I could eat a bowl of strawberries like right now, but sometimes if I want to mix it up, I'll actually just make like a fruit smoothie. And so today I made a fruit smoothie that had um, two kiwis, strawberries and blueberries, Greek yogurt, some almond milk and ice and honey. And I like made that for me and Brandon and it was really good, really tasty, super easy, right? To just sip on a smoothie as you're, you know, on a call or whatever that may be. And so there are ways I like try to hack it. And then with the veggies, oh my gosh, friends, like I try to pick at least HelloFresh meals. You know, I feel like they're at least, that's like how I bring some veggies in to my week a few times a week. I, I really could be better about the veggies, but I'm not trying to harp on myself on that as well. I also try to have dairy daily. So for me, um, I don't, I don't, I can't just like drink a glass of milk. I've just never been that way. Um, I also didn't grow up just drinking glasses of milk. Um, I would have milk with cereal, but I just never was like one of those kids who would drink, you'd pour me a glass of milk. And so for dairy, I try to eat a Greek yogurt with fruit if I'm not having a smoothie, or I just do those like drinkable yogurts, or I have a bowl of cereal with 1% milk. I feel like that's like the most dairy. And then I obviously still love cheese. I've always pasteurized, of course. Um, And yeah, I love cheese. So I feel like I don't really have an issue like ever avoiding or like not having enough dairy. If anything, I probably have too much dairy because I also love ice cream, but again, trying to be mindful, not trying to eat too much sweets. Um, I also try to eat grains on a daily basis. I feel like I have always eaten wheat bread Um, and then healthier cereals and of course, brown rice. I'll never forget my senior year of college again. When I was training hard for track, I told my parents that we needed to eat brown rice. And I literally thought it was going to be a war in my house because my parents were literally like, what, what do you mean brown rice? And so my sister, I think literally like hated me because I made us mix in brown rice with white rice in the rice cooker, but I said it was healthier. And now my parents eat brown rice and purple rice. They've like definitely like have mixed things up over the last 10 to 12 years, which is good, right? Because it's a better and more complex carbohydrate. And then lastly, protein, try to eat eggs, chicken or salmon. Um, I do eat beef and pork. We just don't buy it. Um, I really just try to be mindful of, you know, the meat that we buy. Again, it's not that I want to go vegetarian or anything, but I am mindful of like how the food industry like impacts the planet. And so I do the best I can. I, I really do. And I, and I try to make sure I at least have protein once a day. So yeah, that was kind of a lot on mindful eating, but, um, hopefully that gives you some insight on like how I approach food and eating well. I feel like I, I still have you know, quite a ways to go, at least like from the cooking standpoint, the baking standpoint, I feel like I'm really good at cutting things up and putting them together, you know, hence smoothies, fruit bowls, salads, that sort of thing. Even sandwiches, really great at that. Um, A HelloFresh recipe, you know, I'm so good at those because everything's already laid out for you. But yeah, I really do try to just like eat mindfully. And I notice 
if I eat poorly, like if I go on a trip, obviously I'm such a big foodie. If I go on a trip and I'm like just eating too heavily, I do not feel good. Like I literally, like if I go a whole day without eating like fruit or just like, you know, I've just thrown my diet out. Not not that I have a diet, but you know, I'm just not eating the normal things I'm eating. I definitely feel a little bit off. Um, So yeah, try to just be very mindful about that. All right, friends. So, so far we've talked about mindful eating, reflection and movement, all these daily habits for me, for a balanced and creative life. Next, I want to talk about connection because as a creator, as just a person, I love connecting with others online through podcast interviews or working with brands or, you know, doing campaigns as a social butterfly, I found that the depth of the connection matters to me more than the number of connections. So even though I work from home and I work for myself, I find that I still fill up my connection bucket through work. And one thing that's also helped fill that connection bucket is being intentional about seeing my friends. So I am not someone who needs to hang out with friends every day or every week, but I do love to see friends once a month or every other month. I feel I'm very grateful because I feel like my friends understand my schedule and I feel like every year it's something like, for example, when I started grad school in 2017, I mean, for two years, I was like working full time, going to graduate school on nights and weekends. Um, And then after that, I got engaged. And so it's like, the life piece, right? I feel like my friends are very understanding and I'm also very understanding of my friends because I know they're busy, they're getting engaged, they're planning weddings, they're getting dogs, they're planning trips, you know? And so for me, it's again, it's like the depth of the connection matters more than the number of connections. And so as long as I get to see, you know, my friends, Once a month, every other month, I feel really good. And for the most part, I feel like I talk to someone for work or to catch up at least once a week. And that's been perfect for me. So right now, as I'm recording this, you know, I am lining up podcast episodes because I do plan to take maternity leave. I had two podcast interviews today and, you know, one of them, she was based on, based in New York. The other was based in Seattle. We had we chatted for a whole hour. So it was like two hours of just like chatting. And it's like that for me, like those interviews, it's literally like just chatting with friends, but also like chatting as like my coworkers, even though we don't really like work together, you know, quote unquote. So for me, as long as I am carving out that time to like feel connected to others with work or just like with my friends, I feel really good and I feel balanced. All right, friends. So lastly, the last daily habit I like to practice for a balanced creative lifestyle is focus. So practicing and creating the space for focus has been integral to my success as a creator. And I've learned that movement, connection, and reflection actually help you create that space for focus. So whether it's writing a blog post, a podcast outline, or creating a concept for a brand, Focus allows me to do what I need to do. So here are a few ways I set myself up to be able to focus each day. So every day I create a to-do or prioritization list. So again, I do this daily and I also do this weekly with my sister, who's my virtual assistant. I block out times to batch specific tasks. So for example, I'm spending today just doing 
podcast recordings, I spent Monday writing out podcast outlines and sending out um, podcast interview questions to my two um, podcast guests that I interviewed today. So today I could just focus on recording. Another thing I do is I take care of myself before I jump into work. So again, I journal, I walk Boone. So I have that mindfulness moment. I have that movement moment and I eat breakfast before I start work. And then lastly, I'm aware of my energy levels before I jump into task. So for example, I was really struggling with my energy this morning and so decided to take Boone on a local trail for almost an hour long walk. And then afterwards, I felt so much better. So moving my body actually helped me feel more energized for the rest of the day. So my intention with this episode today is to not only share what works for me, but it's also to encourage you to look at your daily habits and routines. What do you need to do to create a maintain a healthy, balanced, and creative lifestyle? As you've been listening to today's conversation, do you need movement? Maybe movement to you looks like a once a week bar class or yoga class, or maybe movement to you looks like stretching for 10 minutes every morning to get your day started. Do you need to nourish your body? If you're feeling like you haven't been fueling your body with healthy food, or you feel like you are not mindfully eating and you want to be more intentional about what you're consuming each day, what do you need to do next? You know, some people, they really benefit from documenting what they eat on a daily basis. Some people feel really inspired after scrolling on TikTok or on Pinterest and saving healthy recipes that they they can create. Or maybe you're like me and I have tried those two things and the easiest way I've been able to help balance out my diet and make sure I'm cooking at home is literally signing up for HelloFresh so that I have two meals delivered to me each week where Brandon and I can cook together and I know I'm picking recipes that are balanced, that are healthy, and we have all the ingredients and the literally the recipe card we need to make that food. Or are you sleeping enough? Maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking about, gosh, you know, having a balanced lifestyle to me means I'm, I should be more rested than this and I do not feel like I'm sleeping enough. So might be time to take a step back and like think about ways on how you can improve your sleep, how you can maybe create a better space in your bedroom where you feel comfortable. Maybe you have to clean out your room so you can have that peace of mind to go to bed at night. Or are you feeling like you can focus throughout the day? I think this is one thing that I hear from creators a lot is that they struggle with the focus aspect. They know all the things that they want to do, but may struggle with not knowing how to carve out that time to focus or create the space for them to do so. Maybe you're wanting to feel more connected to your friends and family. Again, this is a big part on how we feel regulated, safe, secure as people. And so if you are feeling that lack of connection, chances are you might be feeling unbalanced or maybe you're feeling fine and and you don't need that, right? But again, this question is just to help you think about and reflect where you're at with that connection piece in your life. And lastly, are you feeling connected to you, right? And so again, with the mindful piece of this, I feel like 
we might as creators, small business owners, interior designers, freelance writers, right? We spend quite a bit of energy sometimes expending it on our crafts. You know, we spend quite a bit of energy writing, producing content, engaging with others. And sometimes we spend too much of that energy where we don't have anything left for us. And it might be time for you to take a step back and ask yourself, what do you need to do to get back to you? What do you need to do to start listening to your intuition again, or just get in the place to start, you know, feeling more grounded in who you are? All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode about my five daily habits for a balanced and creative life. Again, I really just want to reiterate for me personally, balance is not about, you know, doing movement for 30 minutes a day or eating these specific things. It's more about, okay, you know, incorporating these things, just being mindful about what I eat, incorporating some sort of movement, even if it's not yoga every day or running eight miles, right? I'm doing something for me to help me feel balanced, relieve stress, get reconnected with myself and create a space for focus. And so if you enjoyed today's episode, I probably am already on maternity leave or maybe I'm not. I don't know when this episode will air yet, but let me know on Instagram stories what you do for your daily habits for a balanced and creative life and tag me so I can reshare them. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time.